Hey everybody, welcome to Who Cares? What's up, honey? What's up, hon? What a cool episode we have. We have our first return guest. Whoa. Jen D is back, everybody. Check out episode four if you want to first, or just keep listening, because here we are with Jen D. Jen D. Who cares about Ross and Patrick? I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, Maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. I'm so happy to be around my favorite women right now. Ooh. Just get my mom here and Aunt Anne, and we got a full party. We got a full house. <laughs> Aunt Nat also. Aunt Marilyn, I'm just saying names of people yeah. that are going to be like, you didn't say my name. It's true. And I'd be like, fuck, I really dropped the ball on that. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're his favorite. Deal with it, everybody. Yes. Yeah, Jen deal, and Ross. Deal with top it. two. Who do we have here? Jen D, everybody. It's the return of Jen D. Wow. Jen Thank you. D. How does it feel? You look amazing. Oh, thanks. I've, I've got some lighting in here and it's it's bouncing off these soft white curtains and it's hitting you and you look like a glowing angel right mm, now. Thank but you. like, how do I look though? You look excellent mm-hmm. as always. Is my zit covered? Which one? Exactly. There you go. You nailed it. <laughs> Can we talk about hats on here? Hats? Yeah. Hats? Yeah. Like the little your hats. hats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jen, tell Jen about your hats. Um, I don't know if you've seen my hats. We call them hats, but they're these little clear little like sticky covers that help like wounds heal. Oh, basically. I've never heard of that. Um, yeah, I found it out through, um, my other skin pickers. What's up? Shout out to the skin pickers. (laughs) Shout out to my derms. You know what I mean? Um, they're pausing right now to rewind the podcast, (laughs) but they can't do it quickly because they have those little mittens on. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they're like, should I have to take off my fucking mitts? Um, so we call them hats around here, but they're these like little healing things oh. that and stick to your face. Can you see them or they're... In- you can see them. Yeah. But you have to only if you're looking for them. Yeah. Sometimes I go out in public with them when I'm like feeling really like I don't give a shit. Mm. It's more like times. for an open overnight healing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Are I'm- you wearing one now? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No hat, hatless. I'm uh, hatless. I'm wearing makeup. I'm wearing a different hat. I had an experience with your hats this morning because oh no. we switched bedsides. Oh, last and you night. saw dead hats. Oh, not only did I see it, oh. uh, it was touching your glass. So, so yeah, so she oh no. she will remove the hats at night or they'll fall off or whatever, and then on her bedside table area she will put them down, which I didn't really know until this morning. I oh picked no. up my cell phone off the table. Oh to- no. Look at it, and there were dead hats on my phone screen. <laughs> there were multiple uh, hats on two your hats. phone screen. It was a double hat phone screen. That was wow. just from the other night when you were when you were still out of town. But I didn't care. I just sort of knocked my phone, and they popped off. But it it, oh, it God, made me. They were, they were used hats. They were used hats. Yeah, but like also you're hats. on the other side of the bed, so it's like you're in another person's world. I just really was. Proceed with. Passion. I asked him to switch because of the arm on yeah. the count of the arm. Oh, yeah, the that's arm's a good call. broken, and in order for me to be the little spoon, I gotta go. Got switch to mm. the alternate <laughs> to the bizarro world of her side of the bed. And I literally woke up on that side of the bed. Doesn't feel like the wrong side, but uh, it's been a weird day. No, I'm, I'm, I'm recalibrating. <laughs> you you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah, quite literally. literally. Yeah. Well, Bay and I actually switched sides of the bed for two nights last week. Wow. I'd like to switch sides permanently. Oh, you were oh. test. It was like a test run. Uh, I was more like, let's just do it for tonight. But secretly you were like, I want this side. Yeah. And is it, are you making headway in no. your campaign? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, maybe. What, what it's is been that? like years. I don't. 
Yeah. What makes you want to switch? I don't know. If, it just feels so like new. And it's like whacking off with your I other love hand. It. Yeah. Makes it feel like maybe it's a different person. Totally. Right. Yeah. You just wake up with like <laughs> a different view. Yeah. You know. Uh, Bay, your wonderful husband, who we love. Uh, introducing our listeners. Yeah. So, should we take? Should we take a step back? Yeah. Let's. I mean, I got into this hats business. I don't know what I'm talking about. You just. I know. Which he had not brought up at all yet today. So he really. He was like, let's wait until we're recording to He's tell save, her saving it. Let's yeah. shame her. No, I just. I, I. I guess we were talking about your face and your I skin and how I didn't do you feel look, etc. Yeah, we, you're transparent about the hats. I'm very transparent. You're I want to be advocate. held accountable. Yeah, and you're advocate for skin pickers around I'm the a world. Tr- I'm a bit of a dermatillomania Shout out to advocate. our dermatillomaniacs. No. <laughs> That's what we call our listeners now. <laughs> they did just share my story on um, the internet. Uh, this foundation called uh, Picking Me Foundation mm. on Instagram. And they shared my story. And I got a lot of follows out of it. Is nose <laughs> is nose picking part of the same thing? Because I pick my nose. I think a it lot. is. Mm. And I've been picking my nose since I was a small child to the point of making it bleed. And yeah. that has also been. And I, I think it's like totally the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I also pick my nose. That's good. Guys, we're like, loud and proud. Since we're confessing. Because yeah. like, guess what, guys? We're fucking human. Yeah. This just in. Orifices need clearing. <laughs> they need attention. I got off a plane the other day with a lot going on in there. Uh, and yeah. I'm walking through the, the terminal. The dry air. I'm walking through the terminal just fucking cranking them out. Wow. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's Friday night. I don't know any of these people. They're probably from all pl- types of places in You're the world. Gonna see them again. I'm never gonna see me again. I'm just ripping them and flicking them. Gross. Mm. Wow. Yeah. If I don't I have 100 percent, um, like clean nostril, then yeah. I can't relax. No, yeah. I feel the same way. Wow. Yeah. And also, spoiler alert: I have a son now. He's yes. eight months, and um, I can also pick his nose. Wow. That is a mother's job. Yeah. You've seen it it's all great. with him. That's huh? next level. You know every inch of his body. <laughs> yeah. Like. I peer into his orifices like yeah. every single day. Yeah. Like, are you gassy? Let me take a look. Yeah. Let me spelunk in there. Or like, I'm responsible for wiping his butt. So yeah. I need to make sure I get everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. So God, when- that's going to be a whole nother level of OCD coming at you. So- <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's very like uh, satisfying because you have a lot of tools, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wipes and yeah. lotions. Like you're going to enjoy taking care of no baby. i think maybe maybe it'll be helpful yeah i'll just yeah. like clean this other person well oh yeah it'll take attention you off know? your own face yeah. yeah i i like the idea of having a toolbox for all these tools you just mentioned <laughs> like like little compartments with wipes and like a pickaxe or like whatever else you might need to use don't use a pickaxe on a pickaxe i don't know what oh spray bottle uh <laughs> yeah. I, could see you, I could see you with a spray bottle actually you might like something called the nose frida this is a free advertisement. Does um, it like suck? Is it like a baster suck that sucks it out? the boogers out of their nose. Nice. Wow. And there's a filter though. It's like a long tube, this thing that goes in their nose and there's a filter and you suck it with all your might. Oh, you use your they, own. While they try to wriggle away and scream. Wow. Wow. And That's you just a... suck out boogers like. <laughs> but it doesn't go in your mouth. No, no. Because it's very far from your mouth because there's like a long tube to your mouth. Okay. And then there's a filter like far from your mouth as well. 
Oh, oh wow, that's like pretty medieval. It's yeah. just like a straw. <laughs> it's so satisfying. That's nice. All right, wow. so I just want to let's get some context yeah, here. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Let's frame yeah. this episode. First of all, welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> we love you. Welcome. So many devoted listeners listening right now. Welcome to nailing it. Oh no, I mean, <gasps> yeah. oh my god, throwback. Old school throwback. Just kidding. Let's talk about nailing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. were. You were the producer. In a minute, the I did produce nailing it. That's of that show. Another true. show. But um, thank God. No, who cares? Uh, who cares? So you've been here about a year. It's been a year since you're our first return guest. Is that accurate? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. We've first had 250 episodes. No, we. I think this is episode 31, 32. Uh, and you're our first person to ever come back. Oh, wow. So congratulations. You did it. Uh, last it was time, so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you guys, I'm free next weekend or the next weekend or the next weekend. It was a steady. It was a consistent campaign. Uh, but we love it. Like we you're literally our favorite person. Uh Anyway, listeners, you can go back and listen to our first episode with Jen D when she was here and she was fully pregnant with Nico. Mm-hmm. I think you might have been eight, seven or eight months pregnant, right? I feel like it was close to the end. Maybe. Yeah, I was pregnant. I'll, I'll get you guys a precise date. It was more than just it, it was, I was like into the pregnancy. Definitely. She was into the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, for it, sure. yeah, it was imminent. And now he's eight months. I know. And he is Nicolito, a lindo. He's, he's very cool. Oh, I met coolest. a I met a grown Nico the other night. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah? yeah, that's cool. Yeah, college kid, really nice guy. At first, that was only the other Nico I've ever met. I've heard a lot of people are like, "Oh, we know a Nico," and I used to get like, "Oh, I picked a name I thought was not common. Now it's common." But actually, now I'm in a stage where I'm just like, Nicos are fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's not it's not Jen. You know, yeah. <laughs> and it's Nico Gold, which is probably the best name oh, I've ever Nico heard. Nico Gold, baby, mm-hmm. love it. Are we allowed to say middle names? I hope yeah, that's sure. Okay. Once I was, once I gave birth to Nico, we knew we were going to call him Nico Gold, but we weren't. We hadn't like signed in blood, and I was like holding. <laughs> is that what they do now? <laughs> and I was like holding him on my breast, and he was, you know, covered in slime. And Bay and I looked at each other and we're like, "Are we going to do it?" And yeah. then we were like, yeah. And then we texted it to my family. And once it went to the family, it was then, then it was signed that's, in blood. That's more official than a birth certificate. Yeah. yeah. Texting and when social you text media. The group family text. you text the name to the group family text, yeah. you, you can't. It's a long process Locked. to change it back. <laughs> Locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Whoops, I just started playing your episode. Mm. Uh, so you were on episode four on wow. December 12th, 2017. And wow. the episode... Description is the president of our wedding, Jen D, joins us as our first in-studio guest. We talk about her pregnancy, adulting, art, and sex toys. We love her very much and hope you do too. Uh, So check out episode four if you want to get to know Jen more after this episode. Love Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I want to re-listen now. I'm going to go back and re-listen. December 13th, 2017. So that's over. It's like 14 months. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. like we were still married for less than a year at that point. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And now we're coming up on our second year wedding anniversary. Like any second. As president of our wedding, uh, how do you plan to celebrate, Jen? (laughs) With those sex toys we bought, I'm going. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to Mexico City to celebrate my own wedding anniversary, yeah. which is yes. like the day after, before. Yeah, Have but you, you got three years, right? We were yeah. the nineteenth. Oh, mine's the twenty-fifth. Oh, okay. Yes, a week apart. Great. We got yeah. engaged in the same week and then got married a week apart. One year, year and a week apart. apart. Yeah. 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 
Y'all did City Hall. You pulled the trigger. I will never forget that day. It was we such a great wedding. We probably talked about all this. I don't. I yeah. hope we don't yeah. redundantly talk. But about you know what? Though we have a lot of new listeners, and episode four was a long time yeah, ago. So if we repeat, changed. what you gonna do? So, yeah. So Nico came out, and now you have like a third person in your home. Yeah. What's it like? Are you loving it? Yeah, actually, we are loving it. It's so fun. It's like. If you've ever babysat a dog, which I know Ross and Patrick have babysat dogs. Babysat dogs and kids. We're also sex sitters. We will watch your baby if you need to have sex. Yeah. They've done that twice for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're pretty reliable. It was one day. They were insatiable. (laughs) They were like, come over in the morning. We need you back tonight. (laughs) The door has been opened. (laughs) Isn't that that how it happens though? And and it was only, it was a small fee, you know, it was just... Just we want to hang out with Nico. That's all it costs. Mm-hmm. Let us yeah. hang yeah. out with your baby while you get to bang him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's going well. You got you yeah, guys it's going well. so, truly do yeah. appear to be the happiest little family in the world. I mean, let's you know? not make it perfection, but yeah, like as far as humans go, you're killing it. Yeah, I was talking about that in therapy recently, actually, because oh. I was saying I think that um, we're we're a very successful couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. people are like, oh my god, you're like so happy, you have so much fun. You're just like, you know, yeah, we're, we're really nailing it. But actually, we're also just real people, and it's actually really hard. The year you have a baby yeah. is reportedly like one of the hardest years for a yeah. marriage. There's just a lot more to coordinate. Yeah, and it's still know? not over. You have three more months until May. What's his birthday? 31st. Yeah, you have a long time to go. You're still in the home stretch, so hang in there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure as soon as he turns one, it's like, no problem. So better, easy. Better than ever. Done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you, where'd you get that information? Just from anecdotal evidence from other people? Uh, from my hard? therapist. She told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think she was referencing other sources. She's very well educated. Well, and she's I mean, a psychiatrist, actually. So. Oh. Yes. Are you taking pills, drugs, getting anything good? Mm, yeah. Sweet. We're on the same one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sertraline? Yeah. We're like... Sertraline is (laughs) so cheap. Exactly the same. (laughs) Sertraline costs like 50 cents when I go to Rite Aid to pick it up for you. I'm like, how is this so cheap? And then I take asthma medication that if I don't take it, I will not be able to breathe. And Mm -hmm. they're like, this costs $95. Well, first of all, it costs very little money with our old health insurance. That was maybe like the only benefit of our old health insurance. Now it costs... 20 something dollars a month mm-hmm. and one might say i need it to breathe so oh. let's not yeah but say, these are my lungs these are my lungs not my brain lungs why are you trying to act wow. like you need your drugs more than i need mine i'm just being provocational yeah is that a word sure no it's <laughs> provocative provocative yeah. yeah actually that reminds me of something that i don't like <gasps> let's, <laughs> hear let's hear it is it is it about me <laughs> no. Okay. So Thank God. you can relax. <laughs> it's about the word comfortability. Oh mm. yes, discomfort. Yeah. Uncomfortability. Un- uncomfortability. Yes. Not a word. It's something we hear a lot, and it just really chafes me. Really grinds your gears. Yeah. 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 My, you know? my officially, it's not a word. No, discomfort. Discomfort is yeah. a word. That's and it. so, anyone who knows me who's listening, please never say uncomfortability. Again. It's like nails <laughs> because on a you automatically go into like another category. Yes, yeah, and it's really hard. To You're get like out. you don't get a Christmas card next year. Yeah, and our Christmas card was. You did it right. Ours was the best card of the year. It was very good. 
Uh, you're very good with styling your child as if he's a model. Uh, a lot of good prints, a lot of good body suits on that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, I was dying today when I saw... Bay brought him to the Andy Warhol exhibit in a banana onesie. Yeah. And I was like, and obviously, because I know you guys so well, I'm like, Bay is living for this art direction. He really, he's got his sweatshirt on. He chose his glasses. He's in front of these prints. We've got the baby in the banana. Mm -hmm. Staged. I have one more uh, vocabulary beef before we get. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Before we go fully back into how much we love your family. I probably have more, so keep Uh, (laughs) The word prolific. I okay. don't like when people use the word prolific incorrectly. Mm. And it's often used incorrectly because people think it means, oh, he's a prolific artist. Like he's very good. He's very, he's like defined or she or whoever. They defined a generation, whatever. Mm. Yeah, but that's not what it means. No, it only means they made a bunch of stuff. Yeah. They, oh. they have a high output. That's yeah. all it means. Interesting. So, yeah. So people say that wrong because it it does sound like, oh, that, that that means they're very good at what they do. Right. So like a very influential artist may not have been a necessarily prolific yeah. artist. Maybe they know? only made a few things. Yeah. Wow. Guys, so, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. I don't really use that word, so I don't think I'm in trouble of misusing it. But mm-hmm. um, now I know. Folks, Ooh. call in with your <laughs> pet peeves. I know. Vocabulary. Actually, let's start a grammar podcast. Yeah. Oh, my there God. Probably is Forget one. who cares. Yeah, there yeah, probably, there probably is. is. And actually, it's like the probably worst really annoying. kind of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to. The other thing I want to just dip into real quick. Uh, I appreciate you bringing up therapy. We, every time somebody talks about therapy, we we celebrate it. We think it's so good that you go. Uh, and it got me thinking, what if we what if there was another podcast where we just get all of our therapists together and to wow. talk mm. like it would be and like dish on us no they know. can't they they that's like yeah. yeah they can't talk about anything unless they think like a child is being harmed yeah. they literally can't yeah, say true. anything and even then or an they can elderly only speak person to like a specific person but like jenny and cindy and uh we so, some get other, virginia in there yeah, from virginia. back in the day mm-hmm. she knows the most yeah george back from the dead oh george R.I.P. my first therapist died mm. uh What's your therapist's first name? Unless you don't want to say it. Oh, uh, her first name is Malay. Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That does not sound like a therapist. My name. previous therapist's first name was Jean. That's a now therapist. That's name. a therapist yes. name. Yeah. <laughs> and before that, I had a uh, Lori. Yep. Also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Malay. Mm-hmm. Cool. All women. Yeah. I went to a male therapist once when I was like looking for a new therapist, and it wasn't a good experience. And I then I just never. Yeah. I started crying during the session, which I feel like is very common in like Yes, it's common. Especially in like a first session after you haven't gone to therapy in a while because there's it's like, like a reason you're something going. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, cuz <laughs> they ask that first question and they're like, "So why are you here?" and then like right. your yeah. heart you feel your heart crack open in your right. chest and like you're also nervous cuz it's like this is a stranger. Yeah. 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 And I remember he was like, "Why are you crying right now?" And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> You're like, well, I was like, this isn't going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, there's a number of reasons, but you just gave me another one. Then I, now I, have to my- go, I have to go back and try to find another therapist. <laughs> I wiped my tear and I was like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> and you stormed out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what else, guys? I don't know. What's uh, so baby? Uh, what's the baby doing right now? When you leave the baby, who takes care of the baby? Bay. Mm hmm. 
We also have a nanny during the week, but today is Sunday, so she's off. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bay, when I left the house, uh, Nico was sleeping. Oh, little Nico. I cannot <laughs> wait to see him. We get to see him tonight. I, I know. know. We're going to dinner. I am Ugh. pumped. It's like, let's get through this podcast. Yeah, right? Jesus. <laughs> shut up already. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, and Bay was in, uh, we have a glider slash recliner, and he was fully reclined. Oh, that? Furniture, I will just say, is fucking magical. Yeah. I want, I want that yeah. piece of furniture. It's like worth having a baby to get one. Yeah. But also, just other people could get a glider. I don't know why it's like you have a baby, you're allowed to get a glider now. It's yeah. like everyone could just get a glider. It's we like break just the rules. Rock back and forth. I'm working on my man nook over here, and uh, that glider would be a great fit. Yeah, that's mm. what I've been looking yeah. at on Wayfair for you, honey. Oh, cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't worry. What yeah. is Wayfair? Where they got that glider. Wayfair.com, everybody, uh, for a promo code. Just type in (laughs) who cares about Ross and Patrick. They need advertisers. So uh, So actually write them directly. Say a promo code saying this from this podcast would be so Mm -hmm. great. You know? (laughs) Promo code Nico Gold. Oh, Nico. Uh, So they were gliding, napping, snuggling. Yeah, yeah. Bay's watching a a show called The Detectorists. Oh, is it true crime? No, it's about um, like. Paranormal so activity? detectorists are these hobbyists that do metal detecting. Wow. Oh, Jesus it's Christ. A, it's a British show. Wow. And it's extremely strange. It's is a it a narrative? real? Yeah. Is it? No, no. It's fiction. Fiction. Oh, okay. It's a, I don't know what's weirder, honestly, <laughs> that they made a fictional show about that. Uh, I think a, a real show about it would be like boring. Yeah. But not the written one. No, because well, it's kind of like a things. They probably British like... comedy. Mm. Yeah, and then there's certain things they're trying to find or try to prevent people from finding. Treasure hunting is exciting. When you're a kid and you think about finding things, like that's exciting. Like, I had a friend that asked Tova, I remember asked for a metal detector mm-hmm. for her birthday when we were like in eighth or ninth grade. And I was like, what is this whack job doing? Yeah. <laughs> what did you want at that age? Uh, probably the entire Delia's catalog. Clothes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, metal detector, what are we fucking do? I'm like, I get it. It's funny. But also like, don't, that's what you want. Don't be a nerd. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, did you see Delia's most recent catalog? Did you though? see the flared jeans? <laughs> yeah, like they got platform sandals up the wazoo. I like, what the, are we doing? I remember those Delia catalogs. Oh, My sister got them. God, the best. Yeah, what anyway. were you into at nine, 10 years old? That was like fourth or fifth grade. I was, I, w- I feel like I was maybe a little bit like, I was the oldest, right? Yeah. So I wasn't very advanced, I guess, like socially. So at that fourth, fifth grade, I was like playing house with my friends. Yeah, I was really I was into doing reading, stuff like that. But I mean, we played house like. <laughs> it was so serious. Like, like there were there were like generations of storylines. Like there were divorces yes. and like right. were there side affairs going on? Natural disasters. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's you an know? earthquake coming. Get everything set up. Like <laughs> your doomsday preppers. Like <laughs> it, as like playing house. Like here's the house. Here's the sub basement. Here's the bomb shelter. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of um. Uh, I was always the wife because like, God forbid, right? Like keep the heteronormativity intact. Yeah. Uh, but then I would, my girlfriend that I would be playing with would be the husband. And, uh, who was that? And what, how did it could have been a couple people, but around this age. And then it definitely resorted into like dry humping each other. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I used to do that too. Like, right? Like mm-hmm. rubbing fronts with your friends? Like all the yeah. time. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you, to hear you say that. Yeah. I was so embarrassed by that too. I remember being like, like when once the phase was kind of over, because it was like, you're pretty young when you're doing that. Like yeah. you can't really, you don't quite realize that it's like. You don't really know what you're doing. No. Is you're it like, a, it feels good. But I was definitely like making out and like rubbing fronts with my yeah. with my it, girlfriends. Was it in like a scissoring position or just like rubbing fronts, like getting? No, I guess no, not like scissoring as if we're like like the in the full, porno. I mean, in the porno. Yeah, no, no, it was no. like which I don't think that's actually how that many women do it either. There's a lot of like legs intertwined, like up your crotch situation. I thought that is scissoring. It's a form of it, sure. All right, well. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, it was very, felt very embarrassing. It but was. Now that we're talking about it, I guess. Um, You know me. I'm just, I'm trying to make my way through sex educator school and really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how's it going? Which I'm not in yet. Um, But I remember I talked to um my babysitter. So I think when I was maybe like 11 or 12, I would go uh, like have a dinner like once a year with my old babysitter who I like loved so much and I felt super comfortable with. Karen Church, what's up? Um, who we stayed with in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of vaguely disclosed this information to her being like, you know, did you do stuff when you were younger that like you feel really sh- ashamed about mm-hmm. and like, what does it mean and blah, blah, blah. And we've been watching Big Mouth lately too. So it's oh, like yeah, all, this, so have we. all this stuff is like on, on the brain. Uh, and she did such an amazing job of like, she wasn't asking me for details and she was just like, it's all normal. Like, don't worry about it. Like whatever it was, like, this is what kids do. And it was like such a relief to have like a grown up I loved just be like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm happy to hear you were uh, dabbling in the sapphic arts at a young age also. (laughs) I just like, sometimes I look back, I'm like, how did I even know about these things? I know, right? It was wild. I think our brain is genetically engineered to just be like, hey, touch yourself. See what that feels like. Yeah. Friction. Mm, I was such a dyke when I was little. (laughs) Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, I, I've told, I've talked about this on here, just grinding myself into the carpet on the floor. Yeah. It's like you have no idea. That sounds it. like it hurts. I know. The carpet mashing is <laughs> I mean, well, whatever. I would also bend the erection downward and Ooh. grind it that way because I Ooh. liked the, f- the, the, yeah, I guess I liked, I always liked a little pain. Wow. I mean, I guess early discoveries. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I always had a huge one since a very young age. <laughs> mm, yeah, I heard that about you. Just like around the block. Yeah, through uh, the grapevine from upstate mm-hmm. New York to Massachusetts. <laughs> what are some, with the baby, what are some like, what have been some of the bigger challenges? What How's this like year been? Yeah, let's get in. You know, it's, it's like as a saga. new mom, like obviously we know some things, but mm-hmm. like... Yeah, as a new mom, there's going to be things, right? And it's like, what is this human I'm taking care of? <laughs> yeah. So when they first give you the baby, you don't know what to do. Mm. But a lot of people give you advice and then there's different things you might try, you know, and it's like very easy to feel like you're 
if you don't do the right thing at this stage, then yeah. somehow you're going to do the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, it's like every book you read about whatever is like, before we start telling you about our technique, which surely works, let's tell you that the opposite technique is going to psychologically scar your child. Oh They'll God. never be able to like have a healthy relationship yeah. with food or like the self-confidence to whatever. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So it's the one thing, major thing I've learned is just that like, you can kind of dabble in everything yeah, and it's not going to make or break it. Yeah. Like Nico's a very easy going baby and we haven't done anything too strict with him and um, he's totally fine, you know? Yeah. And like, that's our style too, is not to be strict. Like I was giving myself anxiety at certain points because yeah. I was like, what time did he eat? What time did he go to sleep? I can't remember. Oh my God, I got to write it down. Like and yeah. that's yeah. no way to live if yeah. you're me. But if for some other people, doing it that way kind of like takes the heat off and yes. then actually they're also relaxed. Like my sister's very chill mom and her baby's schedule is very regimented. Mm. So it's kind of like just what works for you. Yeah, um, yeah. But you feel very, as the mother, like the first three or four months, you're very connected to the baby physically. Mm -hmm. So when I went back to work, I was like, felt like, oh my God, someone take this baby. I'm like running back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you I were went, relieved I was relieved. Sense, yeah. I was like, it felt great. I just like left and went to work for hours, you yeah. know, and I hadn't really left him for hours like that. Yeah. Um. To have some personal freedom back, even if it's at work. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, I learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I like to get home. You know, like I appreciate him a lot more. And when I'm with him, I'm really interested by him and appreciate yeah. him because I want to, I would rather be with him now. Yeah. Than I, than and you work a nine to started. five, five days a week, pretty much. Yeah. I work like an eight thirty to five thirty, five days a week. And, but I mean. He, I, that would be so hard for me. I am not biologically connected to him, but I fucking love that kid. <laughs> he is like so adorable. Yeah. He like smells so good. He does He's smell really so good. I don't, I don't believe I've ever seen him cry. I honestly can't remember. I probably only much. hung out with him like 10 times in total or whatever, but like he seems so chill and, uh, I can't, yeah, like going back to work must be so difficult. And like, I think about my mom and like she, when we were all small, she like babysat and stuff and she'd like raise this at home and then she did go back to work. And yeah, like she was probably like, thank fucking God, I have somewhere to go <laughs> and they have somewhere to go. They're going to school and stuff. So anyway, uh, it's like the grass is always greener, right? Yeah. But I do feel like maybe the, the ideal situation for myself and probably for a lot of people would be able to work part-time. Mm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately that's not how it works for most people. And yeah. I mean, I'm like privileged to a certain extent. I have to work hard right now and like I provide a lot for our family. So that's kind of falling on me, but I mean, so I couldn't afford to not work. So I'm not yeah. like privileged to that level, but you know, there's people who like have to go back to work like six or eight weeks after they have a baby yeah. yeah, and they struggle with these things and there's like no option whatsoever. Yeah. I mean that I feel like it's horrible. Yeah. And so I don't want to, I'm not in the worst position I could be in. No. But I'm like, it's kind of a bummer. 
Yeah. Well, and it's it's your bummer, right? I mean, it's not like just because it's a bummer for you doesn't mean that you're like discrediting discrediting any other person's experience of it logically being more challenging, right? But it's yeah. like, yeah, you're like, my baby's cool and I miss him. So it's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> and so some like, days that's okay. and some days you have the nanny and then some days Bay is taking care of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get jealous that Bay gets so much hang time? Yeah. One hundred percent. There's, I mean, honestly, it's like more than jealous. There's like resentments that yeah. that build up. Yeah. Because if I'm in a bad mood or like feeling like, ugh, and I have to leave the house in the morning, it's just like, yeah, not even directed at Bay necessarily all the time, but just like it, I don't like it, you know. Yeah. And, and you can, it's it's interesting to see how little fights might flare up or like things that I feel like are so cliche mm-hmm. like Bay's at home more right so he's doing more around the house and I go to work and I come home and I'm tired and then he'll be like did, I can't believe like could you just comment that I did like x or y today mm-hmm. I just feel like so underappreciated and I'm like I appreciate what you're doing but I mean I'm tired and yeah. I'm yeah. just like this I sort of hate it because I'm like you're like a 50s dad who came back I home am. <laughs> I you're, know. you're like a salesman who's been on the road he's like god damn it have that dinner ready for me or else I'll smack you right I'm like that <laughs> <laughs> when my dad used to come home from work like when we were younger he'd come home and then he'd ask one of us to get him a bowl of goldfish and a beer from the kitchen <laughs> yeah and I mean honestly I'm like you're like, that Nico, sounds great. Get me a beer right <laughs> can now. Can you go to the kitchen and get me a beer? Yeah. Just kidding. Get me but, a kombucha and yeah. like a bowl of Amy's crackers and some amazing cheese. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I'm so, high class. So, yeah, we've talked about um, uh, appreciation parades. Like Ross likes likes a verbal acknowledgement of like something she's done. And yes. I, I always say I hear the parade coming. We make fun of her for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So Bay, like it. it's OK. Bay wants <laughs> Bay wants a parade. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I just worked 10 hours. Right. Where's my fucking parade? Yeah. And Everybody wants goldfish? a parade. Uh, I know. But actually, I, I'll just like put it on the record. I do really appreciate what Bay does around the house oh, yeah. because I'm not good at chores. Yeah, really? and I don't like to do chores at all. That's interesting. So in a weird way, it's like, oh, this is just our situation right now. But if I were home, I'd be doing this stuff. But part yeah. of me is like, if I'm if I were home, would I be doing that stuff? Yeah, like yeah. he's very thorough, and he'll get a, get a project going. Yeah. you know, he he'll like deep clean things. I mean, so. he he has such a good eye for design, and like the home, your home's so beautiful. You guys have such cool taste and art and furniture mm, thanks so, we just got radiator covers and they look really wow. good love it yeah, is that like, so he doesn't nico doesn't crawl in there and like yeah, burn his hands exactly. off exactly oh god but also radiators are so hideous yeah. and i've lived in that apartment for eight and a half years and now it just looks great and is it like cool. are yeah. the, those boxes that have like the metal screen with the cool intricate design in there are these more modern? It has like a metal screen type thing yeah. and then a metal sort of lid that lifts up. It's actually all metal. Yeah. But it's also all white. So yeah. they just look very nondescript. Nice. Yeah. Is an apartment, is a New York City apartment just a, like when you're a mother with a small child who's begun crawling, like I've seen that kid whiz around this apartment, not whiz, but buzz around, mm-hmm. crawl. He's running yeah. around. He's getting on. He's getting into he's stuff. He's very fast. Like now. is a, an apartment like a, does it feel like it's a death trap? No, but 
like, okay, I'm just looking around at your apartment. Like, an apartment like yours is not that bad because there's, like, finishing touches. Mm -hmm. But so many New York apartments don't have finishing touches. Yeah. Like, the radiator cover or, like, you know, just little things. Like, like our bathroom used to be, like, have this plastic baseboard that was peeling off, you know. And I lived with that for, like, seven or eight years. Yeah. Yeah. we kind of fixed it up now. But, you know, you just don't care about stuff like that. But if I had a baby, I'd be like, oh, my God, he's going to lick that glue. Mm -hmm. And then everybody at school is going to call him a glue licker. Right? <laughs> uh, you're such a good mom. I've seen your boobs several times now. Oh, yeah. Just like breastfeeding, whipping them out. Yeah. But Talk like about pre, that. Like pre-baby you'd seen her boobs a bit too, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, like at the beach or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of hot tub. Yeah. Hot yeah. tub time machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, breastfeeding. Va- vacation. Yeah, actually, let's talk about it. There is a difference between vacation boob and mothering boob, maternal yes. boob. Yeah, like, well, actually, I'm curious because from my perspective, there is. But like, Patrick, what do you think? From your perspective, <laughs> is there? I mean, they're quite a bit larger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the aerial. And uh, by the way, I'm not like staring at your tits in the yeah, hot tub but, but it's okay but i've are. noticed i've noticed things and uh yeah your areola are darker I, this is weird that she I'm, asked I'm you itemizing she here. Asked no, but you. you don't have yeah. to talk about just me i'm just saying just when you see a breastfeeding boob boob come out is it the same as if you saw yeah, like a it, girl's oh, like wild video yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or no. are you just like Meh. I, well, when I see breastfeeding, I, I, I'm touched on like a caveman level. Like I see like true love and mm. I see uh, nurturing and um, nourishment and life, you know. Mm-hmm. And when I watch a Girls Gone Wild video. <laughs> Which you are. I'm like enough. Yeah. Sometimes, you know? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just slip back to 1997 <laughs> and I get my VHS yeah. tape recorder out. It's wild. Out. I can't yeah. believe he's still doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, you know, like, yeah, there's like a different response. It's It's more about like uh desire and sexual um conquest and uh you know that kind of stuff i mean the reason why i'm asking is because when you're breastfeeding you just meet so many reactions when you take out your breast i mean it's a whole subculture of opinions (sighs) and i think that it's like not such a big deal yeah you know and i almost i don't feel even if i just fully pull my shirt open and my boob was just hanging out yeah i don't feel like if I took off my shirt at whatever yeah. a club before I had a baby. And it's just funny to me some pe- how people react, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a whole like contingency of men, I believe, and women too, probably. I know there's like definitely a lot of conservative women that think it's inappropriate and men too. But then I think that there's men that like just absolutely cannot shut off the sexual part in their brain where they're just like, I mean, I mean, it's the same (laughs) thing as like, you know, a girl like wearing an outfit. So she asked for it. Right. So it's like, I mean, your tits out. Like, what do you want me to do? It's like, I'm fucking feeding my child. Like, (laughs) you know, have you had any interactions that were uncomfortable or like anybody say anything? Well, okay. Not not exactly, but okay. One thing I'll say is I think I'm actually really lucky to live in the neighborhood I live, yes. which is Greenpoint, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. where, you know, Tits it's abound. Like yes. hipster central, which can be bad. But what can be good about it is everyone there is like 
breastfeeding in the park yeah. and no yeah. one's looking twice if you're doing anything like that. So the first few weeks of Nico's life, I was breastfeeding in the park and talking to people. I'm on the subway, tit out. No, just, one was yeah. act, no one was batting an eyelash. Then I go with, to be with my family for a few weeks and I'm like doing the same thing, just yeah. breastfeeding and, yeah. you know, Nico's still really little and I'm totally fine with it. And then after like a week or two or maybe, like, yeah, maybe just the first week, one of my brothers or my cousin made a comment like just that, oh, well, we've seen your boobs enough or something. Yeah. And I was just like, huh? <sighs> and then yeah. I did become more self-conscious about it. Yeah. But That's... it was cool when I was in a community where it really wasn't yeah. an issue. Yeah. Well, And you... I think that felt more natural. Yeah. yeah. And you're also surrounded by, like, in your physical building, like, your neighbors across the hall, uh, this European family, like, mm-hmm. they have this, like, beautiful trio of kids. Elven children. I mean, yeah. it's literally a cult of elves. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like that vibe, like, because, you know, we've joined you at a, a picnic or two in the park with them, and it feels very, like, uh, just like, yeah, it's all the children and all the adults are, like, kind of on the same level and yeah. like everybody chats with each other some people are drinking wine some people are eating pizza some and people just, are breastfeeding yeah. yeah and it feels it's bohemian we like it like that yeah <laughs> yeah uh Me how too. much have you learned from that family um well i don't know learned from but they're just a great like friends to have yeah like and they've become even better friends since i've become pregnant and um, and you trust them with nico and stuff too really trust them um the mom kirsten and i have become really close when i was pregnant she was really helpful just telling me like about her experiences what to expect when you're expecting yeah yes and um they're great. They just love Nico. I always tell them, you guys were Nico's first friend since before he was born. Aww. And it was so true. Like, their little daughter, Nani, used to put her hand on my stomach and be like, I want the baby to come now. <laughs> you know? That Nani. I'm surprised he didn't. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't because Nani might be a little wizard or yeah. something. No, she's <laughs> magical. It yeah. like glowed under her hand yeah. as you were like. <laughs> There's lightning bolts above the house. No, Kirsten and I were laughing this week because Nani told her classmate that she was going to have a pool party mm-hmm. at like her house. And, and so there's no pool. We were, no. <laughs> but I was like, she's like Mary Poppins. Like, I feel like if we all like held hands, closed our eyes and jumped, we'd like yeah. jump into a pool. Yes. Together, you know? <laughs> so. Nani. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. They do have that family. Like, you know, re- hashtag relationship goals. I think like. It's interesting. The society we're in, it's like we're so resistant to start families and have children the same way like maybe the generation before us did. Yeah. And yeah, relationship goals. What about family goals? You know, hashtag family goals. Oh. I think Kirsten and Gunnar, 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 Gunnar uh, are like such a cool template, you know. And he's a yeah. stay at home dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're like pretty radical. And they do a lot, you know, to make their kids' lives special. Like, the more I've gotten to know them, the more I sort of get to know the context. And um, they're just, like, doing so great. Like, Nani got her first belt in capoeira. Oh, my God. That's so cute. Well, and that they're, like, a family with three young children Mm -hmm. in a small Brooklyn apartment, like, doing all sorts of activities with their kids. Like, 
That's impressive. They do so much. It's it's cool. <laughs> it's really impressive. Do they? So here's my fear. Like I'm so into what I I'm doing as an individual that like I'm afraid, and I think you are too. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid because I hear people like you know we go to meetings and stuff, and you hear people talk about their narcissistic slash artistic parents and mm. how how like that can make a child feel uh, not seen or like mm-hmm. not prioritized or whatever so like i do have this fear of like can we or will we like make a child feel special will we send them to capoeira class or something i'm not that worried about whatever. that honestly yeah it's i i think it's not going to be an issue i mean i started to write a story once and it was called your parents are awesome but they will emotionally scar you yeah <laughs> Can you please keep writing it? That's an excellent title. (laughs) It's like, that's how I feel, you know? There's nothing we can do. do. But also, like, one thing I'm starting to realize is there's a reason you get the child when they're a baby and then they grow up and, like, you are kind of catching up with what they're going to be doing. Like, Mm. I don't know what to do with, like, a five-year-old. Yeah. But by the time Nico's five, I'm going to do something. That's interesting. So... (laughs) I think trust me when I say this, I'm going to do something. Yeah. It is interesting to think like for all the superficial things I mentioned about him earlier, why I wouldn't be able to leave him all day because he's so cute and adorable, yeah. all that stuff that one day, like pretty soon, actually, he will just become Nico and it's going to be like, take it or leave it because this is who Nico is. Mm. I know. You know, he's going to have a personality and opinions and that's pretty interesting to think about. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, like, I mean, honestly, that we, you're probably the closest person to us that we, at least for me, that I've, like, been a part of this child's life, like, from the start, you know, Mm -hmm. like, while you were injecting yourself with hormones and stuff, like. You were there on the first night that we did injections for IVF. Yeah. That's crazy. it, It feels special and significant and then like spending time with you guys like right when he was born so when he was just like a blob you Mm -hmm. know and really watching him grow and become this little human has just been so special and I think we feel really connected to him in a way that unfortunately we don't to our own niece because we like haven't been there every step of the way you know um you're talking about uh Sheila the dog Sheila the dog yes (laughs) we did spend time with her that niece But we love our niece, Ellie, also. No, of course. No, we don't love Ellie any less, of course. But it's like a different connection when you get to kind of like see somebody just grow yeah. from the very start. You I know? think it's going to be pretty cool when we have you on next year for your third appearance on this podcast. And then the year after that. And then Nico will come on because he'll be like oh three or four. Oh, my God. He'll, uh, be, he'll be chatting into the mic. Yeah. And when then, we all live in L.A. Yeah. And then he'll be 18 <laughs> years old. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and he'll be talking about high school graduation. But amazing. the reason why I brought this up, too, is that it's actually like being a part of this experience with you to a certain extent has like helped us realize that, like, yeah, I think we want to have that experience, too. And like you guys and who knows what that will be like for us. But it did help us at least make the decision that, like, we want to try it and see what happens. Yeah, because you know? yeah, that's what that's the attitude you have to have when, like, bringing a life into this world. Just be like, 
Let's try it. See what happens. I'm specifically talking about will my body permit it? Because yeah. I don't know what's going to transpire. Yeah, but, and also, even though that sounds kind of laissez-faire the way you described it, it's much more thoughtful than many people who have children. And so you never have to feel guilty about not having like yeah. a strong motivation. No, you know? yeah. You're I, in a good situation to have a baby if you had one by accident or on purpose. Yes. I truly believe all the best things in my life are a result of are like... Are free. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, you know the old yeah. saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like literally everything that is most important to me came from an attitude of like, just like go with it, see what yeah. happens. Like mm-hmm. it'll probably, it might be really good. And every time I'd like, I'm like, no, I push, I like when I push Release back the grip. and I resist. Yeah. And I hold on too yeah. tight to something else. It's always more painful and frustrating. Which is why so. I always say it like that. People are like, you're going to be fine. And I'm like, that might be true, but it helps me to be like, we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. I don't know. You're going to, you know, Start putting stuff in there at some point. <laughs> Is that how you're describing ejaculating into your body? Yeah, to the hill. That's how sex educators yeah, do it, right? Taking it to the hill. <laughs> I taught Ross that phrase uh, earlier. I think so. Off air, off air. Yeah, this was off air. I think to the hilt was probably like an engineering phrase or something. And then somebody made it sexual. Mm. And now people use it about like yeah. taking anything to the hilt. But is the hilt a part of the cervix or something? No, I thought the hilt was like the base of the penis where like the pubic bone is on the man. Yeah. But wait, is the hilt actually referred to to that specifically? Or can you take anything to the hilt? I'm taking it to the gooks is what I'm doing. (laughs) Because I actually don't even... Today is the first time hilt has really come into my consciousness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But tonight is going to be the first time it really comes into your consciousness. Okay, everybody. I am back from a trip. I took a trip and I'm back. Mm -hmm. Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. Let me check. This is a new dictionary. This is where it comes from. The hilt is the part of the sword that shields the hand. Here we go. Or the transition part of Mm -hmm. the sword from blade to the handle. Right. Literally means to go all the way one can with the sword, take it to the hilt, but is used as a metaphor in all situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to start using, let's just take this to the fucking hilt, you Mm -hmm. know? Oh. Here's the second Urban Dictionary listing to to the hilt. (laughs) The phrase that is yelled out when a man wants his lady friend to deep throat him. Not the mighty thrust of a broadsword where every inch of it, of its deadly blade is stuffed into some poor sucker's belly, stopping only when the righteous hilt is pressed against the flesh of the victim. Jane, I want you to take it to the hilt tonight. Like, why Jane? Why Jane? Uh. Actually, Urban Dictionary has become very racist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Not right now, but at another time. If you like, go deep into the comments of Urban oh, yeah. Dictionary. It's not a good place. Oh God! There's but comments the, on Urban Dictionary. Well, there's like it's like a wiki kind of thing <laughs> yeah, where people yeah, can yeah. add. Oi. Anyway, so just be careful. But also, thank you because we got our answer. Yeah. It's yes. very sexual. <laughs> Um, guys, I just felt like I was giggling like such an immature person. And then after I 
did I wanted to say 69. <laughs> <laughs> just like apropos of nothing. Yeah, just like an idiot. Or like type into a calculator, <laughs> boobs. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of what some of the more like like immature things I laughed at when I was a kid. Um, yeah, what were some... Can't remember things that really got but, me going. But the point is... You're gonna fuck up Nico regardless. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No yeah. matter what. <clears throat> yeah. Either right? way. <laughs> like, and so I might as well let him do capoeira along the way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or other interesting activities. Totally. Maybe Nico's gonna be gay. <sighs> yeah, from, maybe. From your lips to goddess's ears. <laughs> yeah, you want a gay kid so bad. Which I'm not trying to like force uh, the gay. Or um what's the word I'm looking for? Like not novelty, but you know what I'm saying? You don't want a novelty kid? No. What's that? What? Fetishize. Yes. I'm not trying to yeah. like fetishize gay culture and like, I just like want a gay fan, but I do. You're like, yes, son. we had a boy. Yes, queen. Yeah. Yes. And, he, and like, he's even over me. He's like, mom, that's like so inappropriate. Please stop. <laughs> like two years old. <laughs> stop. Yes. Queening me, please. <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't want him to have like deep rooted shame if he's heterosexual. That's true. That is what our kid would have. Mm. <laughs> shame about being straight. He'd like come out of the closet as straight. Well, we'll we'll wait to gender them until yeah. like high school. They're yes. Not, they're not sexual when they're first born. So just. No, yeah. of course not. No, gender, we're Keep using they alive. until they decide. Are we? <laughs> no, I don't know. I said that to my dad the other day to like fuck with him. So my dad was in town. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I just like saying provocative things like that to him. And he was like, uh, <laughs> that's the level of response I get when I say things like that yeah. to him. That's I'm like, good, gender's though. dead, dad, get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think actually that's a great response from your dad because you've probably said a lot of stuff over your lifetime, you know? Oh yeah. And he just said, that's his blanket response. Then he could think about it later. I was, I was, um, having, some like compassionate thoughts about my dad that like I'm a little too hard of a judge as you guys know oh uh, bitch on mm. wheels and I'm like like come on keep up like you guys are liberal come on and I have to like step back and be like you know what they're doing a pretty good job of keeping up and like knowing what's going on in the world and they're not doing it perfectly. But that my dad was like I'll watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and like he made it a few minutes in he was like he was like, I'm pretty lost here. Can we turn it off? <laughs> like, oh, interesting. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Even that he like knows it exists and was like, let's watch a few minutes. You know, I, mm-hmm. that's more than most 60, 61 year old men. So. Yeah, that's true. You know, but I'm surprised he's not a fan because he wears tank tops and he went to the <laughs> Argata Grande concert. <laughs> he's an anomaly. He's he, an enigma uh, wrapped in a fucking anomaly. He's he's a bitchy queen sometimes. Speaking of Ariana Grande. So uh, I've become on. very lazy with music. Uh-huh. I used to be like, I used to think I was into music. I'd love new music. <laughs> I used you know? to think I was into music. But I don't know if it's Spotify or just being older, but I'm just so lazy. Like when I put in my earphones in the morning, I just look on Spotify. There's a playlist they suggest for me. I just listen to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're an exhausted and I love working it. mother. You know, and a lot of my suggested playlists are just like Bob Dylan and Grateful Dead on repeat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, As a 60 year old man, like we were just talking about. <laughs> but anyway, there was like a banner because Ariana Grande's new uh, album came out on Friday, I think. Uh-huh. And I clicked it. 
Wow. How is it? Actually, it was pretty good. Give I was kind of like, oh, this is her music? Like, yeah. I don't know what I expected, but yeah. I feel like pop music is kind of better than what it used to be. Like, it's, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's sort of like a Britney Spears type of like our day and age. Yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, of in this terms day and of age. popularity. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, so yeah. She has a much better voice than Britney also. Like she has actually got like a set of pipes. Yeah, she's a good singer. And the songs, the way they sound are better than like what pop music, what I think of from Britney Spears. This just in, guys. Ariana Grande. She's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm very lazy. That song, Thank You. Is that an Ariana Grande song? Yeah. I think so. How uh, does it go, though? I don't know, but it's her thanking her ex-boyfriends for the experiences she, they've taught her. Oh, thank you, next. Yeah, thank you, next. That's what it's called, right? I think that's a really mm. cool concept. Yeah. yeah, I think that she's, like, on the right side of history for the most part. I think she's done some, like, stupid things, but, I mean, mm-hmm. she's been famous, like, her whole childhood right. yeah. into young adulthood. I've been uh, in her bedroom. Which is so weird. Do you want to give more information? I was shooting a project and the person we were filming (laughs) was friends with her and her brother. Oh. uh, Who's also a reality TV star. Yeah. And we had to go to their apartment. And next thing I know, I'm like in Ariana Grande's bedroom. Just she wasn't even there. But who was the friend? Is it someone known? Yeah. uh, It was a YouTube star who is friends with that family. And Mm. she had shows in New York and was like staying with... And wasn't Frankie. there like a number? A lot of stuffed animals. <laughs> like, <laughs> like tons. The bed was covered in probably a hundred stuffed animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of stuffed animals But this too. is, she's like. You guys, I have so much in common with Ariana Grande. <laughs> this yeah. was also, how old is she at this point? Like this 18 is, or 19? This is eight, eight years ago or six years oh, ago. Oh, wow. Was that long ago? Six years ago, probably. So maybe she was actually more like 14 or 15. But, yeah. but still, I mean, my bed was not covered with stuffed animals when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me neither. It was also <laughs> it was also not their home. It was like uh, like a separate apartment or something. Yeah, it might yeah. have been his apartment, and she had a room in it or something like. And that. And somebody like set designed her yeah, room, and they were like, knows. "Just put a hundred stuffed animals yeah. on her bed." Uh, but I'm the same with music. I'm like, I'm too old. I'm too distracted. I can't keep up. So that's why I'm lucky to be married to Ross because she's always finding lucky? finding I don't new know. stuff. Because I uh, shame you too, which is not nice. Yeah, you'd love a shaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? You don't know this? This is so-and-so. You know, you whatever. I'm like, you've heard this. What's yeah. wrong with you? Which my my pushback on that attitude is like, if you want me to dig something like or get into something, don't shame me. Like, mm. win me over. Convince me. Which is See, a very fair point. but that's confusing because I feel like in other situations, you might like to be shamed into learning oh. or doing something. Oh. No, not emotionally. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. No, he never wants emotional shaming. Kidding. He never wants emotional shaming, uh, which is unfortunate because I'm so good at it. You I really know. are. I'm really good at it. You could uh, be a real intelligent emotion. woman. <laughs> you could be a real emotional <laughs> Um, I do love to consume music though mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. although I don't feel like my fingers on the pulse in like uh, like I don't know what's going on in pop music and like hip hop and like mm-hmm. and I definitely have like friends in like the fashion industry that are like listening to these mainstream artists that are like you don't fucking know who this person is I'm like I'm like my finger continues to be on the like white indie rock like 
dream pop, like beach house, like that sort of bullshit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what is going on like in a cooler realm. Well, you love Lizzo. We love Lizzo. Lizzo. You would like Lizzo. Have I forced you into Lizzo yet? No, but I think there were... It's a girl, right? Uh, I think there a was an article about her in New York Magazine. Are She's you, blowing up right are now. Are you running and stuff, exercising? Do you do music for the gym? I haven't been exercising too much. Okay. Yeah, I do. You I listen her. to music on um, on my commute. Yeah, listen to Lizzo. She'll she get- is a fun, fun time. Mm, okay. She's like a big lady who's like body paws, wearing skimpy clothes. All of her backup dancers are thick ladies. catchy as hell. They're really catchy. She like writes and performs all of her own shit. She raps, she sings, she plays flute. I mean, it's like, what can't she do? We watched her constantly on Instagram. We just watched her Jimmy Fallon performance today. And I said right afterwards, I was like, as a big girl, I feel so empowered right now. I was like, I'm proud to be fat. I love this. This is great. She's amazing. She really fucking is. And her songs are catchy as fuck. Especially the song called Fitness. That, oh. Uh, I highly recommend the video also. People in like leather and bondage gear of all different shapes and sizes working out together. Oh, wow. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Another thing I did today that was Tell us. sort of like. In the teenage realm, after I listened to the Ariana who did, Grande, who did album. you rub fronts with? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't know why I did this, but I went on the Airy website. Oh, cute! Mm-hmm. And I got a bathing suit. Love it. And like some shorts and a beach cover up. And they have from Mexico City. Yeah, and we're in Florida. You know, okay. I'm just trying to make myself feel good over here. But speaking of body positive, they have like a whole new campaign. Models of all sizes. It's and really celebrities. Cool. Yeah. And, How do you spell uh, and I loved it. A E R I E. Well, Guys, and go to com. Use the promo code Nico Gold. Well, and our pre- <laughs> and our previous <laughs> guest from last week, uh, Rachel Courtney Green? McGinnis. Oh. No, Courtney McGinnis. She is a designer for Aerie. Remember oh, we were cool. talking about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And she was saying that she loves working for them because it's like such a positive company. And she actually designs like all their lingerie and swimwear and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got a On really a computer. Cool looking... She uses a computer. To yeah, do she that sends work. designs. <laughs> she sends designs to China and is like, fix it. <laughs> Which is what she That's said. That's great. Yeah, I was just seeing Busy Phillips. Our girl Busy Phillips is in one of their new campaigns. Oh, yeah. That's true. Maybe that's how I first thought of it. Yeah. I'm a big Busy Phillips fan slash not fan. Yeah, you didn't love the book. Oh, what do you think of the show? Is it still on? I haven't seen the show. It's still on. It's cute. Because what channel is it on? I think it's a Netflix. Oh, I thought it was Netflix. No, it would be much better if it was Netflix. Can I watch it on Hulu? I don't think so. I think you have to go on the e well, listeners website. write in mm. with specific instructions yeah. or a we are in our link. mid to late thirties. So <laughs> if you guys could write in about how to watch Busy Tonight, if you guys could write me a letter. My address is <laughs> tell me how to watch Busy Tonight. If anybody is familiar with Pony Express, we are accepting deliveries. Maybe Kirsten and Gunner know how to do it. No, they no, could teach you. They don't. They don't um, probably know who Busy Phillips is. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they're German and older than us. But so. actually, I would never talk shit about Busy Phillips because when I move to L.A., obviously, we're going to become friends. Oh, oh Fingers yeah. crossed. So. California girl. Do we, do we talk about that for a second? Yeah, we might be moving to California. Whoa, man. I know. 
but might be it's or again, most likely <laughs> most likely it's a, one of those things where we're just taking it like one step at a time well yeah. i just spent the week there and i was really picturing myself living a life there yeah mm-hmm. uh, and i was thinking about you guys and i was like this could happen this could work yeah down yeah. so just driving around even just like the suburbs everything's so green and lush oh, no so nice and even the crummy parts are just still nicer than the crummy parts. Way nicer than the crummy parts here. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see, you know? Yeah, you guys should move there. Ross and I already talked about it. We're going to live in Topanga Canyon. <laughs> We're oh. going to live on the same land, but in two different edifices. Oh, yeah. Oh. You you want to go full cult. That's right. Yeah. 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 Commune. Please, hun. People will never want to join if we say cult. <laughs> I know. It's a commune. Yeah, what's the difference Where you between have to have the same beliefs a, as us. Yeah. <laughs> Fine line between cult and a commune. A cult, I feel like, just has way more intense eye contact. Oh, really? It, and also sex with teenagers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot of inappropriate boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emotional and psychological manipulation. Mm. Yeah, we're not here for that. We're bringing a New York Which sensibility. I feel like the MTA is already putting on us there's a lot of emotional manipulation by the mta in new york is this a yeah cult? that's true is new york city a cult oh, oh my god you guys we yeah. have to get out it kind of is because like <laughs> when people are like how do you like living in the city it's like oh it's the best there's so i have so many options like everybody has like their yeah. immediate list of why yeah. new york rules and it's like yeah we've been <gasps> why new york rules <laughs> <laughs> <We've> been... one. <laughs> number one santa con yeah number two <laughs> Murray Hill. <laughs> Central Park, they close it down on Sundays. You could roller skate wherever you want. That's why I like it. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> Remember when you dressed up in your skeleton costume yeah. and rollerbladed around Central Park yeah. for like two hours? Part of the artist way. That Did was it unmask? Do you remember this? No, but that's yeah. cool. I, uh, that's, just like what, that's, like, that's like one of those things that's like, <gasps> only in New York. Like from yeah. here, like he's a story for however many yeah. people on that day. Yeah. That's great. I, I I walked past Jody Coyote on the street and I didn't this is a friend of mine and I didn't say hi. And then I the next day I was like, Hey, did you walk past the skeleton the other <laughs> yesterday? And she was like, Yeah, I was like, That was me. <laughs> he stayed in costume on the subway That's and so then funny. all the way to Central Park and, and, and a, back. And I had a cape and I had my rollerblades and I rollerblades. And a staff too, no? Mm-hmm. A, a sickle. A, a, Sickle, yeah. yeah. I was going to say a sight. That's cool, though, because you know what? I feel like a lot of times in New York, you'll see someone where it's like, you know, like the chipmunk from Times Square, but he's like on the subway with his head off and he's crying <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much better just like, no, I am the skeleton yeah. and I, the skeleton, am going to Central Park to I think skate. It, Not like I'm the sad man inside the skeleton. I love, I love that you did that. The I other, was like, that's my husband. The other really out of the box <laughs> one I did was... Uh, I sent an extension cord from right here and, and I put it out the window down to the sidewalk out in front of our building and I plugged in the huge coffee pot that oh, you're yeah. familiar with and I gave out free coffee on the street. I know. That's a cool idea. I wish I lived near here that day. That was... that was. And the, he talked himself out of it for like several minutes before... A few, a couple hours. Wait, something happened with the brewing too, Yeah, right? I had a couple setbacks. There were some setbacks <laughs> and that was the lesson I learned from that artist date was that... When you're taking on a big project or something, a risk of some kind that feels like, what the hell am I doing? Am I really going to go fucking give free coffee on the street? Yeah. This seems so dumb. Or am I really going to like reset my career or go for what I really want to do? Mm. This feels so dumb. Uh, there will be setbacks and there be so the universe 
or, or not the universe, life will just test you with so many reasons to say, this is a bad idea, never mind. Yeah. Like, like it will literally, like, so many things will happen. And that morning, so many things came up that were just like, dude, stop. Like, don't go do this. Just yeah. go back to bed. It was fucking five in the morning. But then I just, like, kept pushing through those things. And then by the time I was out there giving strangers coffee on the street and they were, like, smiling mm-hmm. and, like, like they're like, what are you doing? Like, I had this long talk with a truck driver uh, there's a there's one guy I still see around here all the time who I remember from that morning. And I don't think he remembers me anymore, but it feels special every time I see him. But anyway, like fighting through those setbacks led to a very rewarding experience and like something I'll never forget. And, you know, like the discomfort mm-hmm. if we fight through the discomfort mm-hmm. will be rewarded. <laughs> I just like checked out. I was like, why is he saying that again? There's just like <laughs> so much uncomfortability. There's a lot of uncomfortability. You know I just have to go through it. The only way out is through. <laughs> you know where that word gets used relentlessly is on The Bachelor. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yes. Another cult? Yes, another cult. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was thinking too, like, and I'll have to go back and historically check this. But I think a commune is like a little smaller than a cult. Yes. Yeah. Like a commune is just communal living. Just a few families sharing yeah. resources. That's how it starts. You know? Then it's like, hey, maybe I'll get an acoustic guitar and we'll have sing-alongs more mm-hmm. often. Yeah. And, oh, well, I'll, I think- and I'll grow a beard and yeah. have Wait, sex I look with like, your wife. I look like Jesus like this, don't I? Is everyone natural, impressed? Natural leader. Yeah. Natural leader. Uh, I would love to live in a commune with you and Bay. By the way, I want to circle back to Bay. He's amazing. Mm. And uh, we <laughs> no, love I'm him. Just kidding. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really interesting point you have there. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. He and I hope, amazing. you know, I, I don't know. I guess I just want to just shout out like he's not here to defend himself. And, uh, <laughs> Which, by the way, we did. We said nothing about him. Bae, that was bad. We said nothing about you. God. Now just, you're just like planting weird seeds of something that didn't happen. No, I'm just shouting him out. Why like are you I creating lo- drama in our commune? Listen, we don't like drama. Okay. Like there's one thing I'm not here for and it's drama. Yeah. Drums. Okay? No drums. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. No, I'm not here to make friends and I hate drama. Okay. Um, Bay is amazing. He's a great dad and yeah. husband yeah. and friend and really knows how to dress that baby. Yeah. Ooh, I'll tell you what. Um, and makes me laugh very hard and was kind enough to take care of your son for a little while so that we could interview you. Yeah. I know. You have any final thoughts, any takeaways or, yeah, like how you do you know, take set, backs? How do you want to <laughs> set yourself up for next year's appearance on the show? I don't know. You know, I hope next year I'm in a totally different place. Oh, but it, does that mean I just spit on this little just leave <laughs> microphone? It. I don't know. I'm just spit. curious to know, like, where will I be? What will I be doing? How will oh. I be feeling? Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I hope all those things are different from right now. Oh. Does you know? that mean that right now is garbage or just like you'll be looking for a change? I'm just looking for a change and also right now feels like garbage. But <laughs> to go back to my, what my therapist said, you know, maybe I'm a little depressed. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this time of year. So that's sucks. a bummer. Yeah. Did you, you experience know? any postpartum, like definitely like related to the baby and like chemistry in that way? Not exactly. I um, but I almost feel like right after, like your hormones are just like have you in survival mode. Mm. You're like flush. Like I must take care yeah. of this child. And the first couple of weeks, especially, are really cool. You just feel like, oh my god, and like 
we did this crazy thing and my body and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Then it's more like as a, after I went back to work is when I like settled into real life and then it seemed a little harder. Yeah. Just in all ways. But um and you just got <laughs> your period again, right? Oh yeah, but okay, I got my period just a little on mm. Friday and then it like went away again. But I've been kind of weaning Nico a little bit, so mm. I only breastfeed twice a day and I don't pump. Um for those that don't care or know about breastfeeding, I'm sorry, but But here um, goes. Because we want to have another baby and so I need wow. to start sort of like getting ready for that. And so one thing is getting oh, your period back, maybe ovulating again. And yeah. when you stop breastfeeding, you start to get your period, whatever. So I've been slowing down on the breastfeeding. So I got this little bit of period and I was kind of psyched. I like texted Ross right away. <laughs> and um, I'm bleeding. And she was then, like, I'm a teenager. I was like, welcome. That yeah. was it. So I don't know, but you know, my body, things are going on. Yeah. My body is like, what are we doing now? Which like, that's why anytime, you know, you're like, you're, you come to me and you're like, I'm depressed or things are weird and I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, well, you pushed out a human less than a year ago. And so like, I can only imagine how long it takes like, for your body to recalibrate. Yeah, and actually hormone, one of my friends yeah. said she didn't even realize until in hindsight that it took her like a whole year. Yeah, like I mean, it yeah. makes sense. I mean, I remember my first therapist saying that when I quit drinking, he was like, it could take like a whole year for you to feel kind of normal again because the way you were drinking, it like fucks with your brain chemistry. So yeah. And you grew a human. Yeah. I know. So And it is like really interesting and... <laughs> cool what's happening mm -hmm. it's just like hard to deal with too. yeah yeah you know i didn't know uh I, this is the first i'm hearing about uh taking another stab at it taking oh, yeah. it to the hill a second time <laughs> yeah. taking it to the hill actually the first time <laughs> i didn't really take it to the hilt i just like a scientist get, yeah. put it in with tweezers but or a tiny catheter or whatever they put it so in so you but, do you have anything on ice yeah three embryos okay wow but we're gonna Maybe have sex and see what happens. Yeah, yeah so Bang you don't need out. the embryos. Yeah, but then it's like these embryos live. So it's like, I feel like it's weird to not use them. Well, maybe we'll need one. What are you, a fucking pro-lifer now? <laughs> I'm not a pro-lifer in any way. No, I know. I'm just kidding. And Wouldn't actually, that be a real commune situation if we took one of their embryos? Yeah. Wow. I wow. would like to give it to you. I mean, he has actually joked about this very thing. Yeah. Have I? <laughs> Yes. About their embryos? Yeah. I mean, now that you've seen Nico, don't you sort of like, like you've, you've seen the yeah, product now. Nico. Yeah. yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we know the product's good. That's like, true. That's true. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes with us. And, you know, yeah. if things yeah. go up Shit's Creek. Although that we would, got, we got something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got like one of those little mini coolers that you bring to a softball game. Yeah. It's got a couple of embryos I mean, it's in the there. future, you know, fuck it. Mm -hmm. We're all run out of time anyway. Let's use one of these embryos. Yeah, the world is going to end in how many years, Ross? Yeah, so 20, I think. Yeah, so it's rising. like your rising. Yeah. So give me one of those fucking embryos. Fuck right? Let's just, <laughs> let's just like see what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Once you have one baby, you're like, you know, it could become a baby. So I'd like yeah. to see it. Yeah. See what um, it's made of, you know? Let's end on a high note, though. Should we? That felt high, but you want to go higher? Yeah, I want to go When they go low, we go high. high. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so another thing that happens when you have a baby is, you know, your sex life can be affected. Mm -hmm. 
What? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> your vagina is torn because up. Because it's Ooh. been ripped to shreds. And also, like, you have another human sucking on your tits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a whole thing. So it's whatever. In a non-sexual but. way. It's not sensual. They're just grinding on that thing, aren't they? Yeah. You're a feedback. But anyway... <laughs> But Bay and I like a really mean decided. thing to heckle at somebody. You fucking feedback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do that all the time. That wouldn't make <laughs> someone feel good. Because I already feel like my boobs are like two sacks. Oh. I know. I'm going to get a breast For lift. For what it's worth. Yeah? Yeah. After I have all my kids, I'm definitely having a breast lift. Really? And I'm like, I'm like already saving for You're it. You're so LA. I, I'm Does just, the breast lift mean implants? No, I don't no. want any implants. I just want the lift. Which is like the skin is lifted. Yeah, they snatch and them. almost they, they can them. make them as small as they want. Yeah, because you've always you know wanted I love that. You like, always wanted that. I've Nobody always wanted wants tiny boobs. This bitch does not want implants. No. She's like reduce yeah. lift. <laughs> reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, so. So anyway, so Bay and I, though, we've decided like, all hands on deck. We've got to have sex. You guys have been instrumental in, yeah. in, yes. in two hitters. sessions of sexual intercourse. But now we've decided like that we're just going to, not that we're not going to talk about our sex problem, but we're just going to start like talking about sex. Yeah. yeah. Telling each other stuff we're into. Yeah. Yes. Like acting sexy. Yes. All yes. this stuff. So today is day two. And yesterday was so awesome. We did not have sex. Sorry, Bay, if I'm telling too much. He's going to hate this. But it was like (laughs) so fun just acting like we thought each other was hot again. I love that. I I mean, that truly, and I, we can speak to this too. It's like the more you talk about sex, like in general, Mm -hmm. it usually lends itself to wanting to have sex more. Right. I got a chubby right now just thinking about you two. (laughs) Yeah, see? Thinking about us no. two fucking? No, her talking to Bay. Oh, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Uh, do you two ever look at porn together? No, but I feel like we might. Or texting each other. It's too bad Tumblr is fucked up. Did you ever use I Tumblr? Know. No, I didn't really. Tumblr was great for... Uh, th- you could find like really artsy sexual images on there. Yeah. Mm. And uh, it's fun texting. There's a lot of that going on on Instagram, though. Yeah, like certain Instagram oh, yeah. accounts, like yeah, like think, like look up things that you're into. Like even if it's just like like men with beards, whatever. Like there's probably an Instagram account for that. Uh, I follow a lot of like doms and like there's another one called like trashy dirty pics and it's like all like oh. vintage pinup like oh, yeah. type things. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's all sorts of stuff like that. So on yeah. Instagram. like texting each other like, isn't this so hot or like whatever? Yeah. Or like you know we we've had like other account like a like a WhatsApp account messenger or whatever. Yeah. We, we experimented with Kick. like. For we've, my kicksters out there. Yeah, we've been we've experimented with like dirty talk on mm. there or like sexting. Yeah, because it's hard with texting because like we've tried to do some flirting over texting, which has been fun, but then it's like also can you get milk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well that's that's why we so, had the kick thing going for a interesting. little bit there. Yeah, well I'll show you the app. It's like so then it was like Maybe we'll get back into that, yeah. hon, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. where you just reserve that stuff like for this other yeah. texting device. Because it's hard, it's hard when it's not separate because then yeah. you have to just say some really boring shit. Yeah. But, yeah. And then you get um, a little surprise in this like other format where you're like, oh. Yeah. You're like, oh, I like this person. I want to have sex with them. Yeah. Not, not like, oh. Yeah. Why didn't this person like take out the trash? Yeah. yeah. Well, See, you guys, I'm such a cliche. This no. is what's so hard about having a kid. It's like <laughs> well, my brain is exploding with how 
like cliche my yeah, problems no, are. No, it's not cliche. I would say it's very common because, and it happens before kids. It's like when you move in together, you assume these all these roles to each other. It's like you go from like hot, sexy lovers, which I hate that word, but like you go from this like hot, sexy relationship right. to like literal Loves. roommates. Right. And it's like, uh, you don't do the dishes the way I do them. Can we talk about that? And it's like boner killer. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So it's uh, you, you have to find ways to just navigate back and and ha- putting effort into it doesn't mean that you're fucked. Yeah. You know that like the relationship is fucked. It means like you give a shit and that you just got to kind of recalibrate and put effort in. And yeah. also newsflash like it's kind of going to get worse for us all because like <laughs> there's oh, going to be like health issues, you know, and yeah. like when health issues come up like today I'll, I'll share a small Wait, example. You mean because getting old yeah yeah get out of here no, I mean i'm not it. ready to like be that real about well, our health issues. well he's on it so well i get ready just today, okay sorry yes just and? today i used the restroom i was like doing my thing alone in the bathroom and by that he means dumping them out not jerking off but mm. dumping them out <laughs> and uh and like we finally had our house to ourselves because we had visitors all weekend and stuff and uh, I was kind of just being like a pervert on the couch next to her. And I was like flashing her my wiener and stuff. Mm. You know, just like <laughs> kind of immature. We were just like screwing around, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, and then I mentioned, I was like, I have this weird like butt issue right now. Mm. And I like overshared about what happened in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, which we do, which is like, yeah, such a, a boner killer. Nobody's going to be horny after that. And uh, it's just like a small example that like we know so much about each other now, mm-hmm. you know, there's no mistake. So it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like to get in a sexy mood, you have to like there's like a four or five hour buffer where you can't be talking about shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, your you know? dick is out and you're telling me there's problems with your butt. Like I'm leaving. <laughs> right. <laughs> And then, you know, your broken arm has been like, yeah. that's been instructive and interesting. Like I've, I've taken feeling like this, like caretaker role, yeah. like helping you wash your hair and like mm. put this weird plastic sleeve on <laughs> and like having some sex with this cast in the room, like a, a cast in the room <laughs> is hard to be like turned on around. Also, I, mean, I hate to say it, but that cast is like ready kind of as fuck. It's, it's disgusting because they didn't give me a real cast. It's, this is the emergency room cast still. Yeah, uh, I would not want to have sex with that cast. Ten more days of that cast. Yeah, that cast looks Put like some you. lingerie on that cast. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've just been blindfolding him every time we have sex. And I, that's what I should do, actually, yeah. the next time we have sex. Mm. I'm like, you're blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy that. So Actually, that is a great idea. Why haven't I done that? Some people are when into... When I'm off the rag, baby, and that butt stuff is taken care of. Sometimes people... Uh, Sometimes people are into the medical stuff, which I think is weird. Yeah. Like maybe somebody You guys could get into a real doctor-patient scenario. The doctor's in. But I would have to be the doctor, so. take it to the hills. (laughs) No, with that cast, you You have to be the patient. I've painted myself into a corner here. I I can be the doctor. And I know. We'll we'll talk talk about this off off air. And, and if you're that still listening, that should be the name of this episode. <laughs> I could be the doctor. <laughs> we have couples therapy tomorrow, so oh, yeah. we, we can unpack some of yo, this there. Yo, yo. <laughs> That's our song about our oh. our therapist's name. Well, now I'm like, do we keep name dropping her because like people are listening to the show now? I mean, I don't. Mm. I think it's fine. You can find her online as a couples therapist, and our song is Yo 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 Dosane Pitagora. 
There's other lines and verses, mm-hmm. but we don't want to do the whole Cause thing. Because that's, her name is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And also, though, I told someone at work about your other song, which is unsolicited advice from you. That's a helpful one. What did the, the work person say? Oh my say? God, he busted out laughing oh, and he loved it. Great. Yeah. Tell him about the podcast. <laughs> I will, but maybe not my Oh, episode. yeah, now you can't oh, yeah. because then we'll find you. I mean, whatever. This guy's cool, but. I mean, this guy's cool. This podcast <laughs> is like, you know, my other life. It's yeah. true. What's that life to have? What's that like to have two lives? Mm. I just live. I just live so publicly. Many you know? lives. Yeah. Many masters. I mean, it's so actually it doesn't really come up too much, but it's like. I'm, I'm just not my natural self at work. So that has its own pitfalls. I don't ever want to see that. <laughs> I no, that, I mean you would recognize me, but I think you would be challenged, like if you went, like, because you know how I my voice gets when I'm on the phone with you and someone else is around, yeah, and you hate that I am like. I don't think Jen does that. What? No, but I I bet if you went into her office and she was in front of her bosses and stuff, like it might be very challenging mm-hmm. for you to not feel like you could connect directly with the real Jen. I don't think mm, that's true. No, because you know I'd be like whispering aside. You'd be like to winking. You. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I'd be like, "Hey, watch this," and yeah. then I'd go like, <laughs> then I'd go do something really professional. You're like, check out this project management. And I'm like, oh shit! Right? <laughs> like, hey, you want to see this Excel spreadsheet I just made? I would be very impressed by that. And you're like, but no, really, are you bleeding yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like very loud. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you're we the wrap best. It up? Yeah, Yeah, because also we know once we wrap it up, actually, we're just going to still keep talking. I know. And go out to dinner. Sorry, everybody. All right. We love you. Thanks for listening. Love you. Bye, Jen. We love you. I love you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye, Nico. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing.